All right, Thursday night and we are live. Hope everybody's doing good. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name as we descend into a banana republic. Temporarily is our country lost. Yes, it is. But temporarily, we can get it back. Now, I'm going to talk a little bit about the debates. I'm not going to talk about the debate. I'm not going to talk a whole lot about it. Most of you have already seen it. But I am going to use this video actually to launch into talking about the debates. Believe it or not, this is a uh, Joey uh, Manorino video. And it's, of the, it's Rich, Richard Blumenthal, Elizabeth Warren, Lindsey Graham, all flew to Ukraine. Again, they're all in Ukraine. You're wondering how does this relate to the to the debate? Well, I'll tell you in just a minute. But here they all are in Ukraine again, going to see their Messiah. And have you ever noticed like Zelensky's getting fatter? I just want to say that to you. And, you know, as as a, as a pretty much lifelong fat guy, it's not that I'm running him down. It's this whole thing is is that if you're in the middle of a war zone, you're actually a a uh, authoritarian dictator, which he is, has outlawed. All oppo media, all oppo uh, political parties. They talk about Putin being this this demon, and you know you got Bergosian being shot, allegedly shot down yesterday, or plane bombed, bombed. By the way, just so everybody knows about Bergosian, he was pronounced dead in 2019 too. Just so you know, he's pronounced dead in North Africa in 2019. Who knows if he's really dead? We all need to wait on that till they actually confirm that a body was found. And you're going to actually need to see the body because it's coming out of Russia. Can you trust Putin? Absolutely not. But is Putin worse than Zelensky? Absolutely not. I mean, here's the thing. Zelensky has outlawed all oppo media, all oppo political parties, pretty much the same as, as Vladimir Putin has. But he's also outlawing the church. Vladimir Putin's doing the exact opposite. Zelensky is pushing uh, radical transgender ideology in his country. Putin is outlawed transgenderism in his country. So which one's actually worse? Um, for me, uh, Zelensky by a nose. But they're both authoritarian dictators, both members of the World Economic Forum. And here you have Richard Blumenthal, Elizabeth Warren, Richard Blumenthal, by the way, the Vietnam hoaxer, the one just like Joe Biden who lies about himself, talked about his, his uh, Vietnam record. He was never even in Vietnam. And I'm wondering, these people, do they not realize if you watch the pregame, and I should be hopping right into this, but I just can't help it. If you watch the pregame, right, I put the, it was a maze video of a compilation of Biden's lies where he says that he was arrested on the floor of the Senate, bullface lie, arrested in South Africa, bullface lie. One, one, you know, just one bullface lie after another. His, and he just recently updated the story about, tragically, when his wife and his daughter were killed in, a, killed in a car crash. He said for decades that it was a DUI crash. It was never DUI. He says that Bo Biden came home in a, dra in a flag-draped coffin. That's a bullface lie. It's all lies. So here, this whole, the, the whole thing about when it comes to Zelensky, it's all lies from liars. Oh, I mean, look who's going to meet him. So I mean, look at look at this. Uh, look at the list. Richard Blumenthal, Vietnam hoaxer, lied about his Vietnam record. A Vietnam record didn't even exist. And then right next to him is Pocahontas, <laughs> Elizabeth Warren, who said that she was Native American to get into Harvard. A bold-faced liar. These are the people that have sunk us $32 trillion in debt. Tell you to mask. Tell you to vax, tell you to call a man a woman, and a woman a man, open the southern border, kill our troops abroad, and I could go on and on and on and on about them, but here's just a video of them going to see their Messiah. Play it for me. I'm Elizabeth Warren. It's nice to see you. Very nice to see you. 
know Lindsey Graham. Yeah, so we know what you saw the word about it. We're back for the fourth time. Divorce time. Fourth, fourth grade. One more trip. We're in the So if you're somebody like uh, Lindsey Graham, you're saying you you are in, you have to understand something. There is no delineation. There is no coming together with Susan Warren or Richard Blumenthal. These are radical leftist bourgeois elitist globalists. If you are if you agree with them on the Ukraine war, you wonder you probably wondering how I was going to link this in with the debate. Then that is who you are. If you agree with them on the Ukraine war, that is who you are. Lindsey Graham, everybody already knows I'm preaching to the choir. 559 people are watching right now. Switch over to Rumble. If you're watching on any other platform, please switch over to Rumble unless you're watching on Black Robe. Black Robe is free speech. Rumble is free speech. I get banned off of everything else constantly. For doing what? Doing what I'm doing right now. Anything that I've said been a lie? Absolutely not. Anything that I've said been misinformation? Absolutely not. So if you agree with 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 Elizabeth Warren and Richard Blumenthal, and you are allegedly Trump supporting Lindsey Graham, then that you are who you're who you who you keep company with. You are who your friendship group is. That is who you are. And so is he really pro-life? Notice how he's never done anything pro-life. Is he really limited government because he runs as a conservative? How, how he wins in South Carolina? Year after year, decade after decade, is beyond me. How does it? How does he fool all these people in South Carolina? Because he runs hard right when he's with you, and then legislates hard left when he's not with you. Except you see video footage of him saying hard right things, but he never. And then you see him running some hearings, tearing down some Dems. Do you notice he never fires any of them? He never actually prosecutes anybody. He never actually does anything at all because he is Liz Warren. He is Richard Blumenthal. It just reminds me, my producer Aaron, when he went and saw uh, you know, the, the, the Senate live, he was, went and watched the Senate uh, on Capitol Hill. These people are all good buddies. Yeah. They're all, there, there is no, please, please stop thinking that hardly, I mean, there, there are some exceptions like Ron Johnson, like Rand Paul, but most of these people, the 100 senators, most of them are absolute butt buddies. <laughs> That's what they are. They eat together. They go and have their martinis. They have their, their cocktail parties in the swampy D.C. And what's most important to idiots like this is that the media enriches them, puts, makes them famous, enriches them. They live off of their campaigns. They, they, they have, like Bernie Sanders did with his wife. She buys all his campaign ads, spend $100 million in campaign ads. She gets to keep 10% of that. That's legal, by the way. It's legal. What Il- Ilhan Omar did with her husband, gave him $3.5 million from her last campaign for consultancy fees. It's legal. I would believe me. I'd be calling for their prosecution if it wasn't. But we need to start, we need to stop thinking that people in Washington, D.C., because they have an R in front of their name, are not a D. Because they're actually a D in more, way th- more ways than one. They are Ds. They're not R's. He's not an R. If, you are in, if you're in agreement about the Ukraine war, then that means you really agree with everything else. He's a mask whore. He's a vaccine whore. He's a lockdown whore. He's a CBDC whore. He will come out for CBDC. He'll act like he's against certain things for a little while, but he always acquiesces. He always capitulates. So how do I relate this to the, uh, to the, to the debate? Well, where, do all, where does everybody, and listen, I'm not a Vivek Ramaswamy guy, just so you know. I don't trust him. I don't know him. 
He did a lot of very pro-COVID bullcrap things. Was a vaccine whore at the beginning. COVID whore at the beginning. Haven't heard him repent of it yet. I'm all willing to take the whore label off of you when you repent of it. Yeah. Nobody ever repents of it. Everyone just pretends like they weren't that way. And again, it's just like I was going to say about, about the Biden lies. Do you not know that there's videotape everywhere? I mean, what's amazing is, is they're, they are actually prosecuting Donald Trump for denying an election. They can put whatever RICO statutes on it and fraudulent this and fraudulent that. All he did was protest an election, said that the election was fraudulent. Do these Democrats who are prosecuting Trump not realize that I'm talking about they're prosecuting everybody, which I'll get to in just a minute. They're prosecuting everybody. Do you think that as a TV pundit, if you're Nicole Wallace on whorish MSNBC, do you honestly believe that you are, you, you're going you're gonna to be spared from prosecution yourself? You denied elections on videotape. Yep. We have the tape. Yeah, Hillary Clinton, numerous others, as you know. Stacey Abrams, I mean, uh, Al Gore, and they've all denied, they've all denied elections. And they've all, and by the way, we have videotape of Mike Farrell, Martin Sheen, and numerous other Hollywood celebrities trying to change electors. It's a produced video that they put out on social media. Do you think you're going to be spared prosecution? You're all in favor of this now because they're prosecuting your political opponents. But if you put that as part of the law, that, that protesting or uh, saying that an election is fraudulent, if you're gonna, if you're gonna make that criminal, you're all criminals. You not realize that it's just, well, you're only one state attorney indictment away from being prosecuted into oblivion yourself. And a lot of these people, the, the prosecution is the punishment. The prosecution is the conviction because they're gonna bankrupt these people. That's the point. Rudy Giuliani's having to sell off his party. He's multi, multi-millionaire, but ever since Trump has left office over the last two years and eight months, all he's been is habitually prosecuted. His home has been raided. They've dis- tried to disbar him and disbarred him for a short period of time. All right, so back, what does the Ukraine thing have to do with the debates last night? Well, only Vivek Ramaswamy, when he was asked, are you going, are you, would you support De, uh, you know, sending any more money to Ukraine. He said no. Did DeSantis say no? Nope. DeSantis didn't say no. And I'm very disappointed in Ron DeSantis. I love him. He runs for governor again here in Florida. That's where I'm sitting right now, Northport, Florida. He runs for, for governor again. I'm absolutely voting for the guy. He's a great governor. I think he's blown up his entire political career over the last five months because he's not Ron DeSantis anymore. He used to be Ron DeSantis' statement maker. I mean, he would, he would just rattle the chains when everyone, now, he would, when they asked uh, the question last night about who would pardon Donald Trump or vote for Donald Trump, I can't remember which, he looked around the room before he answered. Oh, vote. Yeah, was it vote for Donald yeah. Trump if he's yeah. the nominee? Yeah. All right. Yeah, is it, if, if Donald Trump is indicted, I believe is that how it went. If Donald Trump is invi- di- indicted, who would still vote for Donald Trump? Vivek Ramaswamy goes, just like that. That's what you have to, that's, that's what you and I did. 653 people watching right now. You and I did that when it came to masks. Who's, gonna, who's not going to wear a mask? Who's not going to vax? Who's not going to lock down? Who's not going to go CBDC? Who's not going to get an electric car? Who's not going to pretend that a woman's a man and a man's a woman? Who's not going to pretend that a mask stops a viral infection? You put your hand up. Don, Ron DeSantis looking around. What happened to Ron DeSantis? Ron DeSantis used to be the statement maker, the precedent setter. Now he's looking around the room for approval. 
Either become who you are, Ron, or get out of it and just get back to being a governor and think about running maybe in 2032 now. You shouldn't even think about running in 2028. He's decimated himself, and I'm sad to say it. I'm a DeSantis supporter. Twice, I mean, I, I voted for him uh, over Gillum. Of course, I voted for him on the last one, too. Over, uh, what's it, Charlie Crist. What a waste that guy is. Speaking of Chris, <laughs> so everybody else on, Chris Christie, everybody else on that stage is fervently pro-Ukraine, except for Vivek Rimaswamy. And But Ron DeSantis did say that the Europe, that the European Union, the NATO should step up, step, step up and start paying for the war in Ukraine. That's still not a definitive enough statement. Right. So you got Ukraine whore Mike Prince. Ukraine whore Asa Hutchison, Ukraine whore Chris Christie, Ukraine whore Nikki, uh, Nikki Haley, Ukraine whore Tim Scott. Why are they all pro-Ukraine war? Let's just, let's just break this down for a minute or two. Why are they all Ukraine war? Well, the reason why they are all Ukraine war is for, it, it could be a duplicitous uh, bunch of reasons, a coagulation of reasons. But let's just, let's just go step by step. Do, do any of them actually know anything about Ukraine? That's, that's the whole thing. Do they even know anything about it at all? That this Slavic region has been in war for a thousand years? A, and nobody's been able to stop it? Do any of them actually know that in 2014, a color revolution brought on by Jake Sullivan, Victoria Nuland, Lindsey Graham, John McCain, Barack Hussein Obama, and Joe Biden overturned a rightfully elected Democratic president? Do they know that? So why exactly are you pro-Ukraine? Pro-Ukraine because they're a democracy when they're not? Again, you're like, I know you probably get tired of hearing this if you watch the TLP all the time, but it's the same exact thing. You're, you're going to go fight for democracy. It's the exact same logic of we're going to mandate vaccinations to stop transmission and infection where you can't get a job, can't enter a building because it's a vaccine mandate because if you're not vaccinated, you can spread the virus using a vaccine that doesn't stop transmission and infection. It was never even tested to see whether it stops transmission and infection. But yet you're going to go fight for democracy for a country that's not a democracy. Remotely, not close to a democracy. Not remotely close to a democracy. Colombia is more of a democracy than Ukraine. Even Brazil and Argentina are more of a democracy than Ukraine. Putin may be more of an elected representative than Volodymyr Zelensky. <laughs> Who knows? True. So what are, what are these idiots even talking about? What are you going over there to fight for? Do you, do you not realize that what this war is about? Nikki Haley, Chris Christie, all the, if we don't fight them there, then we're going to fight them here. When are you going to fight anybody anywhere? You're not going to fight anybody, Nikki Haley. Chris Christie couldn't walk from here to the door, which is about 12 feet away. <laughs> Without being gassed, we don't fight them there. We are going to, what do you have, a mouse in your pocket, Chrissy? Twinkles? Twinkies Chrissy? What, what do you, what, who, who's we? So, I mean, do you not realize that what this war is actually about is two breakout provinces? Pro, provinces, if I can say it correctly. This is what it's about. I'm not even talking about Crimea. There's two, I can't, I, I can't remember their names now, and they're difficult to pronounce. Maybe I'll get them on the next podcast. I had them on the last podcast, but I didn't get to it. Actually, I may have them in my notes here. I'm going to see if I can find it. Hold on a second. Here it is. Here are the breakout provinces right here. Uh, it's Lohansk and Donetsk. Those are the breakout provinces. Hmm. What, what are those breakout provinces? Does any of these idiots, does Sim Scott know this? Asa Hutchinson? Even Ron DeSantis? 
Certainly Mike Pence. Mike Pence is an arc church pastor. Oh, for sure. He just licks boots and kiss rear end. That's all that he does. Says what needs to be said so that he can remain the reasonable one in the room. Look how reasonable I am. Look how reasonable I am with everybody. You know, I don't, it doesn't matter that everybody in the church that I'm pastoring is going straight to hell. Everybody loves me. That's Mike Pence. That's who he is. Yeah. So did they even know about these two breakout prophets? What, who are these, what are these breakout prophets? They're the ones that have been in contact with Vladimir Putin for decades saying, come and get us out. Why? Why would they want out of this glorious democracy run by Voldemar Zelensky, who's not a democratic representative at all? Another thing, banned all oppo media, banned all opposition political parties, and guess what else he banned? Uh, The next election. This is the democracy that Chris Twinkles, uh, uh, Twinkies Christie wants us to go fight in? So you have these two breakout provinces that have been begging uh, uh, Vladimir Putin to come and rescue them. Why do they want to be rescued? Because they're Russian speaking. These lines were drawn up decades ago. Nobody even, nobody even knows who did it. I mean, it, it, it just goes way back. But anyway, I don't want to digress too far. But you have these two breakout provinces and they're begging Vladimir Putin to come and rescue them. Why? Because they're being endlessly tormented by the Ossoff Battalion. Yeah. And being endlessly tormented by a national, everyone talks about nationalistic inside the United States, which I don't think is as wrong as long as you're not persecuting people. I'm not talking about white nationalism. Everybody should be, have nationalist pride. I'm proud to be an American. Nothing wrong with that. Well, the Ukraine takes it to the place where they're violent against these people because they're Russian speaking. So you have these people calling out to Vladimir Putin. Does any of these idiots know this? Did any of these idiots know about the 2014 color revolution put on by Victoria Newland and Jake Sullivan, Lindsey Graham, John McCain, Barack Hussein Obama and Joe Biden? Why do you want to go? Why, why are there any of these idiots on the stage? And hey, Tom, it's me calling them all. There are there. Listen, you are choosing to be an idiot if you support Ukraine. By the way, all these people, how many of them are fully vaxxed? Tim Scott, I'm sure he is. Nikki Haley, I'm sure she is. Chris Christie, I'm sure he is. Asa <laughs> Hutchinson is for sure. He has had to say it on the deb- debate stage. Ron DeSantis pimped and hoard vaccines. Mm-hmm. Mike Pence, of course, I'm sure he is. He ran the COVID task force with Anthony Fauci and Deborah Burks. While Mike Pence's secretary worked, Mike, Mike, Pence, Mike Pence's secretary was the wife of the person working for Peter Strzok in the collusion hoax. You think Mike <laughs> Pence is innocent of all those things? Mike Pence was in on it, in on the collusion hoax. I'm telling you. So what, what, how are these people for Ukraine? I mean, why are they for the Ukraine war? And name one benefit to the United States that the Ukraine war will do for the United States. One benefit that the Ukraine war will give to the United States. Not one, not one. So here's, when it comes down to it, I look at the debate and I could play you one you know, snippet after another. I put them on the pregame. It doesn't matter. They're all vaccine pimps and whores, even Vivek Ramaswamy. Only DeSantis made a hardcore change. I'm surprised if Christy Noam was running, she'd be interesting to see. She's a warrior. She's a gladiator. And Ron DeSantis turned into one. But he was bragging about vaccine stats too. But mm-hmm. so is Vivek, Vivek Ramaswamy. So I don't, none of these people. And by the way, going and you're like, well, what about Donald Trump? Donald Trump's horrible on vaccines too. But Donald Trump take, makes definitive stands. None of these people make definitive stands. None of them do. They just, they put their finger, they lick their finger and they put it in the wind. And they see, how can I get elected? I'm not interested in, in, in electing a, prim, a principalist uh, politician 
who just is saying whatever needs to be said to get elected. Those days are over. So I just want, that's how, that's the only way I want to talk about the Ukraine. All right, let's move on to this. Let's go on to the Trump persecution. Trump, of course, landed in Atlanta today. I'm sure his mugshot is either out on Twitter already or about to be out on Twitter, whatever it is. I don't know. Last I saw was somewhere around 7, 8 o'clock. I saw the, the video footage of him landing in Atlanta. And all these leftists are so excited because they're putting out all these mugshots, the Mark Meadows and Jenna Ellis, Rudy Giuliani and others. I'll go over that in a minute. Of these people being, uh, you know, being arrested, these indictments, these arrests. These people are all arrested now. They're mugshots and all that, and everybody's rejoicing. And again, I'll say what I said at the top of the show. You can rejoice all you want. Now you have institutionalized, you have made criminal saying that an election is fraudulent. So all of those on videotape, Democrat and Republican, can now be charged. You've made it criminal. Fine. Fine, and here's what I've been saying all over Twitter. My thing is this. It's time for red jurisdictions. It is time for, uh, right now, all we have is red jurisdictions. But that's all that's happening in Atlanta. Atlanta is obviously a blue jurisdiction. There isn't a Trump supporter in the room. Imagine being prosecuted by your political opponents, by political ideologues. Fannie Willis has a, like, Democrat for life mug on her desk, which I'll show you in a minute. (laughs) Imagine being prosecuted by, and now the Democrats will learn what it's like because red jurisdictions, Ken Paxton, people like that need to step up. The reason why Ken Paxton is being erroneously impeached in, he's the uh, attorney general for Texas, erroneously impeached by rhino Republicans is so they can get him out of the way so that he doesn't start doing what Atlanta is doing to Demo- doing to Republicans because he will do what they're doing to Democrats. He'll do it to Democrats because if you're going to, you, like you have Fannie Willis charging Donald Trump with, with uh, you know, whatever, you know, uh, interfering in an election, let's just say. There's so many stupid charges, it's, it's absolutely worthless to go over. There's just manufactured charges that really don't exist. That can be done in other jurisdictions too. Red jurisdictions charging blue Democrats. That can be done anywhere. And that's just, that's not even, if we, if we take the DOJ in 2024, it's game on. And it has to happen. I'm not ever, I'm not talking about lying like they do. This is their rules. They are saying that you're committing a RICO violation. By like, like Mark Meadows, he made phone calls. That's all he did. He made phone calls. That's, that's it. What, what did Donald Trump do ever? Did he, did, he, did he get the National Guard activated and go surround the Fulton County Event Center? No. He made phone calls. That's all that he does. None of that's illegal. But now that it is illegal, they all need to be charged too. And I'm talking about everybody. Let's delve into this. Uh, Alan Dershowitz speaking here. Newsmax video. It's a tragic day for America. Play it for me. Alan Dershowitz, the author of Get Trump, the threat to our civil liberties due process and our constitutional rule of law. Sir, great to have you in today. Um, You know, this would be routine for most people getting booked at the jail, but this is anything far from routine. We're looking at America's mayor here, Ariel's above Atlanta. Professor Dershowitz, tell us uh, your reaction to sort of the historic booking that will take place today in Fulton County. It's a tragic day for America when lawyers get indicted uh, for having given legal advice, even if the legal advice turned out to be wrong. Um, They're making up crimes. It's not a crime to proclaim your client innocent. It's not a crime to uh, seek uh, alternate electors. It's not a crime to demand recounts. Uh, They just don't like the politics that 
was play very hardball politics, and it lost uh, by Giuliani, by Eastman, by Trump himself. But the idea of turning that into a RICO, uh, you know, I litigated several cases against Rudy uh, when he was the U.S. attorney, uh, but those were all cases involving you know, organized crime. Uh, never before, in my knowledge, has the RICO statute uh, been used by a state prosecutor to try to uh, convict people who have been conducting a political campaign to reverse an election. Uh, you know, the answer to that is don't vote for him if you don't like him. But the idea of criminalizing legal advice is so dangerous to America. Today it's used against Giuliani. Tomorrow it could be used against Democrats as well. Professor Dershowitz, as far as the procedure today, Thank this... So there you go. Tomorrow can be used on Democrats as well, because now that's what you have licensed. That's the precedent that you have set. That if you sit, there's nothing wrong, even if you're lying, you'll answer to God for it, but you're not breaking the law by lying. Mm -hmm. Even if you lie and say it's a fraudulent election, which is what Stacey Abrams did for six years. To set, she called herself the, the, the governor, rightfully elected governor of Georgia. She knew she was lying the whole time. So now all that videotape, and by the way, Corrine Jean-Pierre, we have the tweet of her denying Brian Kemp's win in Georgia for Stacey Abrams. And I believe she denied Donald Trump's win too. Oh yeah. So you're a criminal, you're a criminal now, Corrine Jean-Pierre. So Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton, Al Gore, and all the others, you're a criminal now. You don't think this is gonna turn on you? You think you're always gonna run the DOJ? That's why they're bringing COVID back to make sure they win again. That's the point of it all. So here's just going over the people that have been, there's eight, there's 19 total arrests, including Donald Trump, Donald Trump and 18 allies. Listen to the list. And, here, and here's the thing. He's arresting his attorneys. So you got his, basically his chief of staff, which is Mark Meadows. He, he was being arrested for making phone calls. That's all he did. He didn't procure anything. He didn't force anything. No violence. He made phone calls inquiring about election results. That's all that he did. Jenna Ellis has been arrested. That's a Trump attorney. Sidney uh, Powell's arrested. Trump attorney. Rudy Giuliani's arrested. Trump attorney. So you're arresting attorneys. And this goes to my overall global, globalist leftist bourgeois elitist agenda narrative, which is to leverage you into a one world commerce system with a singular access point. If they use one of their tactics is lawlessness, one of their uh, uh, tactics is totalitarian FBI, totalitarian law enforcement court systems. Because now, how are you going to get an attorney? They leverage you into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point. That access is controlled by them. Access to attorneys is now controlled by them because they're prosecuting attorneys. What did these attorneys do? They gave legal advice. That's it. So here's the thing. Now, this is what they don't understand. For all of you Democrats, and I know there's not many Democrats watching, but for those Democrats who do stumble upon this video, and you're rejoicing at Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell being arrested, Jenna, Jenna Ellis being arrested, John Eastman being arrested, Kenneth Cheesebro being arrested, all Trump attorneys, understand that now when you do a criminal defense for somebody, let's say, and you get them off and it turns out that that guy lied, you are now criminally liable. If he goes out and does something else, you're criminally liable, even if he doesn't do anything else, because you gave advice to a liar. Even though Trump wasn't lying, this was a fraudulent election. It's on videotape with Ruby Freeman. It is on videotape. It's fraudulent. We, we put out the statistics. There's 200 to 300,000 erroneous votes in Georgia that Brad 
Democratic Party shill Raffensperger certified. Brad Raffensperger, I know all of you have heard this before. There's always some new people watching. Brad Raffensperger, the Secretary of State, who certifies the elections in Georgia, met with Mark Elias from Perkins Coie in April of 2020. Met with him and made it impossible to adjudicate ballots. When you're going to have a first-time election, which is what 2020 was, absolutely fraudulent, all on purpose, fraudulent election, Zucker boxes on every street corner, every urban center in America, $400 million that he spent on it, fraudulent election, uncertified ballots, no signature verification ballots. If you're going to pull that off, then what you have to be able to do, and again, I don't agree with the premise of it at all, Everybody caved. Everyone played pretend that this is not a 99.9% survival virus. They're all going all to pretend that it's a 99.9% non-survival virus, so we can't go vote in person. And many Christians participate in that. Many conservatives participate in that. They participated either out of the fear of the virus or fear of social reaction. That's what they did. If social reaction to not complying. I just don't comply because I don't give two craps what anybody else thinks. Don't care. Don't care. I don't care what Donald Trump thinks. I care about what the almighty God of Israel, Jesus and the Holy Ghost thinks. That's it. That's it. So I'm not going to abide in lies because I'm afraid somebody's going to call me somebody who lacks compassion. You're going to kill grandma. You're a liar anyway. You're ma- you wearing a mask. You're a liar anyway. Why would I pay any attention to you? You're a baby butcher anyway. Anybody who wears masks pushes abortion. Anybody who wears masks pushes climate change. Anybody who wears masks believes that Maui was a natural disaster. You know, you're so stupid. I mean, you're just so blind. It's coming again, as I've been warning, as we enter into uh, month 42 of 15 days to flatten the curve. You thought it was over. It's not over. So now he, they're basically saying you can't get an attorney now. That's, like, that's, the point, that's the point of all of this. But you understand now that this turnabout is fair play. And I'm not talking about vengeance. I'm making, I'm talking about making them eat their, swallow their own horse pill. If you're going to prosecute attorneys for giving legal advice, they didn't do it. What did really Giuliani do? Nothing. How did he overturn the election? Was he behind uh, the scenes at a computer for Dominion voting systems and changing votes? No. <laughs> didn't do anything. He gave it legal advice. So if you give legal advice, let's just say for a minute that your client is lying. And you get you don't know he's lying. Even if you didn't know that he's lying, you're allowed to give him legal advice. Yeah. That's the law. Sorry. Yeah. You don't think most attorneys know that their murder client actually murdered their wife? <laughs> they know. You know, this is good. Every single one, Dershowitz was one of them. Every single one. Kardashian was another one. Every single one of uh, of uh of Simpson. OJ. OJ. Gosh, I got Joe stuck in my head. OJ Simpson lost his first name. Every single one of OJ Simpson's attorneys knew he was lying. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Ron Goldman and Nicole Simpson's blood were in his car, on his socks, in his house. He's not guilty. They all knew. So now, according to the new rules... You are now liable for everything O.J. Simpson ever does again, which, by the way, he was arrested and put in prison for eight years for armed robbery. So now you are liable for that. 
You're not, and not just that, it can bring you back retroactively and say, you are part of lying for your client. That's, I mean, listen, not always a big attorney fan, but attorney, I mean, attorneys have their, you really, if you can't get an attorney now, you're finished. I mean, there's no way to even, even operate, which by the way is on purpose too, because that's not the only, you know, they're, they're, they're also bringing in electors. These are just common day folks that are making 30, $40,000 a year to bankrupt them in a month. Paying attorneys, 300 to $1,000 an hour for an attorney, you're finished. That's what they did to Michael Flynn. That's how they got him. Even though they exonerated him on the 302s, they're bankrupting the man. That's the point. And now they're going to try to do the same thing to the person who defeated all of Michael Flynn's persecutors, Sidney Powell. You can agree or disagree with her all you want. I basically agree with her. People are like, everything she said was wrong. Everything she said was never heard in a court of law. They, wouldn't, they would never allow her to present her case for lack of standing, which makes no sense either. So all the lefties, you can, you can rejoice all you want. Other attorney, There's three others. Jeff Clark, attorney for Trump. Ray Smith, attorney for Trump. Uh, Bob Cheeley, attorney for Trump. These are attorneys. What, what, I mean, let me ask America right now. I mean, I've got 726 people on right now. But what did Bob Cheeley do? Anybody know? <laughs> what did he do? He, did he storm the gates of Fulton County Community Center? What did, what did he do? Jeff Clark, nothing. Ray Smith, they didn't do anything. It's all, it's all the same one-six modus operandi. They, just, they, they declare you a criminal for associating with Donald Trump. You're like, isn't there, there must be some sort of, and again, I bring, up this, I bring up this retort. People will say, well, the evidence is there and it'll exonerate them. How will it exonerate them? The man who's presiding over the hearing His wife is a Michelle Obama supporter. Who exactly is going to exonerate any of these people? Who's going to do it outside of a presidential pardon by Donald J. Trump when he gets elected president in 2024? Who's going to to exonerate these people? Who? It won't be this court system, and then it'll go to an appellate court that's probably controlled by liberals too. Who's going to exonerate them? People always think that if there's enough exculpatory material enough material that proves my innocence that I'm going to be declared innocent. Well, who declares you innocent? A leftist, globalist, bourgeois, elitist judge, Obama nominee, whose wife, I mean, it's just like Chutkin in the D.C. district. These are hardcore leftists. They're going to look at the evidence that exonerates you and say that, you know what, we've seen this evidence, it exonerates you, and they're just going to, they're just going to suddenly say that you're innocent? No. They're not going to do it because you are, this is, this is the court system now. This is why we need to retract into a true federalist system. I'm not talking any violence at all. Let all the violence happen in the blue states and the blue cities. Let them have it. Let them eat their own. Good. Have fun, Chicago. Have fun, LA. Have fun, Seattle. Have fun, Portland. Let them all eat their own. We need to retract into red states. That way you have a fair court system for red people. Otherwise, you end up in front of Shutkin, and it doesn't matter what exculpatory evidence it is. She will never, you, you could show her right now, if it's a 1-6 defendant, and she's the one tacking on prison terms that even the prosecuting attorneys are not asking for for 1-6 defendants. So you, you think that you stand in front of some of the, you know, one of these uh, blue, blue judges, Obama appointees, uh, you know, 
I don't know if it even go back to like Clinton appointees at this point, but you know, blue appointees, whatever it may be, it doesn't matter. If you have if you, if you go on, if you have one six, you had video evidence showing that you weren't there. You were never there the entire time. You let everybody probably watch it. That would be my ticket out. It wouldn't be. You're like, yes, it exonerates. It doesn't matter. The people that determine whether or not it exonerates you or not are your political, ideological, philosophical, and theological opponents. They're going to deem you guilty. It doesn't matter. That is where we are at. And Democrats, you can rejoice in it all you want. But when you are dragged in front of red districts, it'll be the same for you. The only difference is for us is if we see the exculpatory material, we need to let them go. We're not, we're not going to be liars like them. But if the new rules are prosecute people for denying elections, no problem. We have thousands upon thousands upon hundreds of thousands uh, of hours worth of videotapes of de Democrats denying election results. All right, onward. Benny Johnson tweet. Is that where we're at? Yep. So here's the stuff on Fannie Willis. Uh, a dive into Fannie Willis' social media. This is the, pro the prosecutor. And just remember, Fannie, who was having sex with a gang member she was prosecuting. Never forget that. That's who she is. That, that's the stalwart of morality that she is. A dive into Fannie Willis' social media proves that she is a hardened radical activist, of course. Not an unbiased attorney. So if that's where we're at, then we need to have, rat I'll just quote Benny Johnson, radical activists, uh, biased attorneys ready to prosecute Democrats. That's the new rules. We're not going to lie, cheat and steal. We're not going to lie like her. But the new rules are election deniers get prosecuted. Fannie's pages are littered with BLM propaganda, look at the pic, and deep partisan adherence to left-wing ideology. She openly worships Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Go to the next one for me. Here's Fannie Willis. is one of her, I believe that's a, well, I don't know what kind of, that's a Facebook post. I'm never on Facebook yeah. anymore. Yeah. Why, Fulton? What is she answering? What is she? So here you have Fannie Willis who's prosecuting Donald Trump for doing exactly what Donald Trump, Donald Trump said. Why, Fulton? Why does why why are we watching Ruby Freeman feed? Remember now the whole Ruby Freeman thing. Leave this out for me. The whole Ruby Freeman thing is you have the water main leak, which ended up being a urinal leak. That you know, everyone has to leave the Fulton County. I don't know if I'm saying it's the Fulton County Event Center, whatever it is. Who cares? It's a Democratic Party cesspool. Atlanta, Atlanta Georgia is a Democratic Party cesspool. So they all have to leave. All, all ballot counters have to leave. Democratic representatives have to leave. Republicans have to leave. Uh, Republican representatives have to leave. Democratic poll, poll watchers have to leave. Republican poll, watcher, poll watchers have to leave the Fulton County Event Center, right? All have to leave. And they all did leave except for Ruby Freeman and her daughter and one other girl. And then you have all these ballots roll in that were under, I don't know exactly how, under carts, they were on carts under tablecloths. And we sit there and we watch. Remember, everybody's evacuated. There's no poll watchers. If you don't have a poll watcher, Brad Raffensperger, the entire election cannot be certified and has to be run again. But Raff Brad Raffensperger, being that he is really a Democrat who says Republican things, who meets with Mark Elias and makes it impossible to adjudicate ballots in the first mass, first mass mail-in ballot election we've ever had, makes it impossible to adjudicate ballots on election night, which is basically, is this ballot, is this ballot, it's hard to say, is this ballot valid or not? 
That's it. That's adjudicating ballots. You're supposed to be able to do it in five, five minutes. He made it impossible to do it on purpose so it would force Brad Raffensperger, who's, it's not forcing him because he's complicit in it, but it would force Brad Raffensperger to certify a fraudulent election. So you see this, Ruby Friedman, putting in the exact same stack of ballots in the exact same machine at least three times at a location that's supposed to be evacuated at a time that we were told that they weren't counting any more ballots. Remember, we were told that the ballot counting stopped about midnight, 2 p. it depends on where you are, what time frame you're living in, time zone you're living in. We were told that the ballot counting stopped because everyone was so tight, tight, they need to go home, go sleep even though everyone's on a rotating eight-hour, 24-hour shift. Yeah. Makes no sense. But the ballot counting needed to stop, remember? But the weird thing is, so the ballot counting stops this use Pennsylvania. I go to bed because the ballot counting stopped. I went to bed 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. What was it? November 3rd, 2020, right? Mm-hmm. So I go to bed, and Donald Trump's up by 680,000 votes in Pennsylvania. I get up, and my son comes in and tells me that he's up now by 1,200 votes. I'm at 7 o'clock in the morning. I went to bed at three, got up four hours later when all the ballots hadn't been counted, but suddenly they were counted. <laughs> so why the, again, it's, it goes back to the vaccine, stopping transmission infection, using the vaccine doesn't stop trans- transmission infection. So stopping the ballot count means counting all night? Because that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened in, in Fulton County. So Fannie Willis is asking, absentee ballot counting in Georgia's most popular county, delayed four hours after water pipe burst. And she goes, why Fulton? Why, Fulton? That's all Donald Trump did. Why, Fulton? He's asking the question. He's being prosecuted for it. She's prosecuting, prosecuting him for it. Go to the next one for me. Benny Johnson tweet. There it is. Fulton County DA Fannie Willis has blatantly and quite illegally used her office for partisan political activity. I'll pause there for just a moment. This is what can't be forgotten. Fannie Willis needs to be criminally prosecuted as a prosecutor. Criminally prosecuted, put in her own, put in her own jail. And by the way, let me just say this as a side note. I'm all in with what Dan Bongino said. I believe, I don't know what's happened with Trump because I know he's flying in right when I was leaving to come here. But I don't think, I don't think unless I'm missing any news, if you, Aaron, you see it anywhere on Twitter, let me know. But yeah. unless I'm missing any news, because I can't follow the news when I'm doing this, I follow what Dan Bongino said. I believe that Donald Trump shouldn't post bond. Make him put you in the Fulton County Jail. If they put you in the Fulton County Jail, they have to empty out the entire jail, according to federal statute. Make them do it. Make them do it. We have one of his, I'm trying to find my list here, of, of the uh, pr- uh, prosec- prosecution, per- the persecution via, uh, via prosecution victims. Harrison Ford, black voices for Trump. He's been arrested with this too. He can't afford bond. He's sitting in prison right now. Sitting in jail at the Fulton County Jail right now for doing what? What did, what did Harrison Floyd do? Anybody know? <laughs> Anything, anything violent? No. Did he, did he? I mean, why is he sitting in jail for doing what? Doing absolutely nothing. Used her out. So Fannie Willis needs to be prosecuted for what she's done. She's lying. She's, she's committing perjury. She needs to be prosecuted. It cannot be forgotten. It's not, oh, good, we're in power. Let's let bygones be bygones. If you let bygones be bygones, as soon as they're, as soon as they're back in power, they'll prosecute you for the four years that you were in power. Imagine thinking you'll get justice from a person with a proud Democrat mug displayed prominently in her, in, her, in her public office, which, by the way, isn't legal either. Not legal civilly. You're not allowed to do that as a public servant. 
Believe me, I know. I spent 25 years as a public servant driving around a police car. You think it would have been okay if I put Trump stickers all over my Sarasota County Sheriff's Office car? <laughs> Did, you know, DeSantis for governor all over when he was running against Andrew Gillum? Because I was still a cop then, I think, maybe. Let me see, six years ago. Yeah, well, somewhere in there. Just put, put Trump stickers on or whoever I was voting for at the time. But it gets much worse, he says. All right, go to the next one for me. Here's another one from Fannie Willis. Georgia could determine here November 4th, day after the election. So she's speaking to an election. So she's a criminal now. She needs to go ahead and fill out her own probable cause affidavit, sign it, and prosecute herself. Georgia could determine who is our next president. A team of lawyers needs to watch them count every single vote. That's not allowed. You have to trust it. If you don't trust the process, you're now a criminal, remember? So she's a criminal. It's in writing. We have this permanently now a part of what do you call it, Aaron? Our storage, our server? Our, yeah, our server. Our server. We've got it. So she needs to be prosecuted immediately. She can't right now because the right people are not in the right positions, but when they are, she needs to be prosecuted. They can start in Fulton County where we are having, having water leaks. She, she's pushing the propagandist bullcrap lies. What ballots are they throwing out? Georgia, let, let's give an honest accounting. No stunts. Uh, what stunts? You're not allowed to claim they're stunts. Not allowed to claim that. All Donald Trump did was claim stunts. Not allowed to claim stunts. Fanny, who likes to sleep with the gangbanger she's prosecuting, <laughs> who literally is the living embodiment of gangbanger. <laughs> That's Fanny Willis. Oof. Can you imagine being prosecuted by somebody who had sex with a gang leader she's prosecuting? Ugh. Man, can you imagine that, being prosecuted by that person? What do we get here, Aaron? What do you got here? That's for Trump. Oh, Trump, uh, the tr latest on Trump, he was released on $200,000 bond, headed back to the airport for his return flight to New, New Jersey. Mistake. Mistake. It's a mistake by Trump doing that. You should let him put him in jail. It's time to listen. I, it's easy for me to say, I know. But make them, make them shut down. Make them answer. Make Fannie Willis answer. She's, she's basically in charge of Fulton County Jail. I know they have the sheriff's office there, the police department. The sheriff's office runs the jail. But she's, she is the lead prosecutor for the area. She's the state attorney for the area. She's responsible. It's like Merrick Garland is the chief law enforcement officer in America. She is the chief law enforcement officer for Fulton County. Trump should have allowed them, not posted bond, make them put him in jail, which if Secret Service under federal statute would empty out the whole freaking jail and make them live with it. That's what you should do. This is, it's, it is no more fighting fire with, I don't know what, anything but fire. It's no, more, it's no more bringing fists to a gunfight. And I'm not talking about literal violence, Facebook, so back it down, you stupid idiots. You're just a whore for me for Rumble anyway. <laughs> That's right. All right, Greg Price tweet. This is completely insane. Biden's EOJ. This is a, off of Trump now. Biden's EOJ is suing Elon Musk. <laughs> Why? Biden, now, Elon Musk needs to remember this. Who's running? Who is running Twitter X? Who's running? It's such a stupid name. Twitter is such a great name. I know. I mean, I, I listen, I'm no, I am no, I, I'm a fan of Twitter because I get a lot of information off of it, but I'm not, you know, a, obviously it's a leftist organization, just like Facebook and YouTube and Google, but Elon Musk is trying to turn around. Although conservatives are being banned off of Twitter all the time for telling the truth again, over and over again, getting banned off of it because who is running Twitter or Twitter X, whatever you want to call it. Linda Yaccarino, who is the person who produced or put together or manufactured whatever it is, Peacock, and is a World Economic Forum member and a World Economic Forum sycophant, a globalist leftist bourgeois elitist who is against free speech. 
And Elon Musk puts her in charge. Elon Musk, just so you know, you're being sued by the Biden DOJ. Linda Yaccarino loves the Biden DOJ. Yep. She is a Biden sycophant, a Biden prostitute, a leftist whore. That's who she is. And you said, Susan, just know the people that are suing you are comrades, literally, with the person who's running your social media outlet. Just understand that. It's amazing. Elon Musk, as being as brilliant as he is, doesn't see Linda Yaccarino ruining Twitter X. You're ruining it. She's ruining it. She's turning it into Facebook. She's turning it into old Twitter. It's not what you want, Elon. You have more engagement on Twitter now than ever, but Yaccarino is going to try to bring it back down. And guess what? I'll bet you right now she's talking to the Biden DOJ. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guarantee it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fire her. Biden's DOJ is suing Elon Musk's SpaceX because they only hired American citizens. Um. <laughs> Hate to tell everybody this, but wow. you're only allowed to hire American citizens. You can have people with green cars. You can have people that have been naturalized. You can have people with work permits. That's not who Biden's worth. Not talking about people with green cards, work permits. Biden wants asylum seekers, <laughs> illegal aliens to be hired by a highly technological. By the way, SpaceX is top secret. Yeah, I was just going to say that. <laughs> SpaceX is top secret. You can't hire... A guy who crossed the southern border from China. <laughs> Joe Biden. I mean, listen, we have we have the video footage. There are Chinese men, all military age men, not one woman. Hundreds of Chinese men coming across our southern border. Joe Biden wants them hired at top secret, confidential SpaceX. You want why would that be? Because Joe Biden is being extorted every day by China, Romania, and Ukraine at minimum. Only because he only hired American citizens instead of hiring refugees. Refugees. Not green card holders. Not people with work permits. Refugees. And asylum seekers. And wants to force them to give back pay to non-citizens that they choose not to hire. <laughs> full back pay. That's yeah, crazy. Full, yeah, full back pay. Get that. For people. For asylum seekers that wanted a job at a highly classified institution. Unbelievable. All right, let's move on. Here we go. Uh, where am I at? Okay, that, there it is. I decided to threw this one in here just so everybody knows because they're always talking about Bidenomics, Bidenomics, how great it is. None of it's great. It's all a lie. The, you know, the unemployment participation rate needs to be factored in. When they talk about their unemployment stats, though they don't. It's all lies. Here it all actually has, actually has consumer price index. Under Trump went up 6%. Under Biden in two years and eight months, 17%. Could you, uh, consumer price index average growth during presidency, 1.9%. Oh, the first 30 months. First 30 months. I missed the first part. So over the entire presidency, Donald, Donald's, Donald, Donald Trump's, this includes all the COVID mania and bullcrap of that. And Joe Biden didn't have to endure any of that. But consumer price index went up only 1.9% under, under Trump's entire four years in, in, as president. 7.4% under Biden. That's price index. That's inflation. Groceries first 30 months under Trump, plus 2%. Put first 30 months under Biden, plus 20%. <laughs> Holy Gasoline cow. now versus January 2021, 
387 under Biden, 239 under Trump. Just so everybody knows, when you hear them tout their Bidenomics, what I do, and I know that it's immature, I get it, immature and useless, immature but useless, I, I always take pics of those things, and I send them to all the people that are touting Bidenomics. I just send them. I know it doesn't do anything. I just like them to see it. Occasionally people see it. All right, let's move on to COVID. All right, Jesse Waters gives a little synopsis here. Play it for me, Tom. President Biden declared COVID over last year, but the media is begging for a comeback tour. COVID is making a comeback this summer, so many of us would like to leave it in the past, but cases are once again on the rise. Coronavirus cases on the rise. Cases of COVID are once again on the rise. According to the CDC, they've gone up four weeks in a row. NBC News is deceiving you by denying you the real reason there's a tiny uptick in cases. COVID follows seasonal and regional patterns. Every year there's three waves. One starts in New England in the spring. The second travels north from Mexico in the summer. And the third wave travels in all directions from the Dakotas in the fall. Deaths and hospitalizations are dramatically down from last year. There are more people hospitalized for falling down than are hospitalized for COVID right now. 6,000 more people are in the hospital because they tripped and fell than got COVID. The only people getting sick and dying of COVID or even hospitalized with COVID are those with antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome because they're vaccinated and boosted. That's why. And remember, they use all of their their language. We put it on on Tuesday night's podcast. You got Scott Gottlieb appearing on whatever mainstream media propagandist prop decided it was, it was, I can't remember which one, MSNBC, I believe, where they're finally starting to say that uh, Scott Gottlieb is a board member of Pfizer. They didn't, they didn't say that for the first, oh, let's see, we're 42 months into 15 days to flatten the curve. They didn't say that for the first 40 months of 15 days to flatten the curve. Right. Yeah. Not a word about every time they have the unbiased Scott Gottlieb Coming on, pimping and whoring vaccines. Some of you may get tired of me saying whore. They are. They're pimps and they're whores. What's another word? I mean, there, there, is, yeah, there yeah. is no other word. Aaron's saying, Aaron's putting himself on, over the, shouting over to this computer. What's another word for it? I don't know. I mean, I'm sorry. Mike Pence is a Ukraine whore. That's what he is. Yeah. There's no other word for me to use. I guess I could use shill. It's just like there's really no other word for circle bleep. <laughs> True. But a symbiote is the best that I have. So whore is just easier. That's what they are. So when you have Scott Gottlieb, vaccine whore, vaccine pimp, come on these shows, they never mention that the very vaccine that he's pimping and whoring, he financially benefits from. Never says a word about it. They never say a word about it. For 40 out of the 42, uh, 42 months and 15 days to flatten the curve. And Scott Gottlieb comes on, he's saying, this new variant. He's not talking about Eris. Uh, That's one. And now there's another one. I can't remember the name of it. It's BA whatever. So whatever stupid thing it is, he talks about this is a highly mutated virus. Okay, so what? That's like saying that car's red. Okay, does that make the car faster, more powerful? <laughs> uh, what, what does that mean? Okay, the car's red. This is a highly mutated virus. Well, of course, every respiratory virus that you put under a microscope is highly mutated from its original variant. Every one of them are. They do it, and they mutate worse the more vaccines there are. And since we're coming up with a new vaccine every, every quarter right now, which are completely useless, because by the time you vaccinate somebody for a variant that existed four weeks ago, it's already mutated past that variant. Yeah. Not to mention, you, can't, you cannot vaccinate mutating viruses. It doesn't work. Common cold, your entire life, I'm 54, 
nobody could ever get a vaccination against it. Why? Because it's ever mutating and has animal hosts, which I can't, I don't want to delve too far into that stuff. <laughs> but you have Scott Gottlieb using that term, it's highly mutated and possibly more transmissible. Just like we always heard, Ooh. alpha was more transmissible. Then Delta was more transmissible. Then Omicron, BA4, was more transmissible than Delta. Then BA5 came out, and that was more transmissible than BA4. Then Delta, then Alpha, then, then, uh, then the Alpha variant, whatever. Well, so what? So 99.9% survival virus. The only people who have anything to fear from the latest Omicron variant are the fully vaccinated who have no, who have no immune system because they have antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome. Yep. They're the only ones who have anything to fear. And statistically speaking, the only ones being hospitalized with COVID are fully vaccinated individuals. That's it. And the stats that I always use, which are absolutely true, more people have died of Omicron than Delta or Alpha. Far more virulent variants. More people have died of the least virulent variants because they have no immune system anymore. They're the only ones that have anything to fear from any of this stuff. More people are in the hospital right now from falling down than COVID. And we're all going to pretend. Is everyone going to? I know that I'm speaking to the choir. 799 people are on right now. I know I'm preaching to the choir. I know that I am. But the question is, I'm just saying this to whoever it reaches. And, and let me just say this again. For those of you that did COVID cave, if you are watching, and I know, again, I'm mainly preaching to the choir here. Did you ever say you were wrong? You're a pastor of a church. Have you ever come out to your congregation and say, you know what? I'm sorry that I had a flute player on the stage with a hole cut in a mask playing the flute. <laughs> I'm sorry that I had you bring in your lawn chairs and sit in COVID clumps 17 feet apart. Oh my God. You ever said you were sorry for that? Now that you're so virulently, using virulent as a word, virulently against COVID now? Have you ever told your congregation that you were wrong to begin with? That's the problem with all these politicians, too. Even including Trump, you need to say, I was wrong. It's a powerful statement to make. I love Trump. I'm voting for Trump. I'm just saying that he should do it. Yeah. And so should all these, what I call CCCs. COVID-caving conservatives, COVID-caving Christians, COVID-caving clergy. You should apologize for what you've done. Because if people don't know what is wrong, then they're going to fall for it again. If you're a leader, you need to be telling them. I do. I say when I'm wrong. Yeah. I've been wrong before. I have a set, I've said it from the pulpit that I was wrong. Listen, here's a little funny story for you. I'm preaching at the church. I don't know how many people are in the main sanctuary service, 700 plus, something like that. There's about there's between eight and 800,000 people in the building on a typical Sunday. And I'm sitting there, and this young couple gets up. <laughs> Gets up and walks out the back. And I, get, I have a lot of people, believe it, I know it's going to be hard, it's hard to believe. I have a lot of people walk out of my services. And they get up and leave. And I like, I just thought they were one of the people that just leave the services. So I used to start ripping them, you know. And I start saying stuff. <laughs> Nothing horrible, just making fun of them. It was funny. Yeah, well, yeah. Aaron just testified yeah, it, it was, was funny. funny. It All was. right, so I, I'm saying this. Well, they come back in. <laughs> they just went to the bathroom. <laughs> So I went up, I apologized to them in the service. I went up to them after the service and apologized again. That's what you do. Yeah. If you had people wearing masks in your church or you locked your church down for a year, a week, a month, whatever it was, a day, I don't care. You come up and you say those vaunted three words, I was wrong. That's what you do. Simple as that. It's really quite easy. 
They're going to come up and use, you know, it's, it's a highly mutated variant. So what? That's a red car. That's all that that means. <laughs> it could be highly transmissible. So what? It's 99.9% survival. If you caught it, so what? 76%, no, 76, it's 80%. I can't remember the set. 76% of all COVID cases are caught in one's own home. And it's 72% of people who catch COVID never knew they have, never, never even know they have it. Oh, yeah. And that's with alpha. Asymptomatic. Yeah, yeah. They're, I mean, they don't even know. Yeah, yeah, they're asymptomatic. They don't even know they have it. So who cares if it's highly transmissible? Basically, 80% of the people who catch it don't even know they have it. So who cares? That car's red. That's all that it means. <laughs> it means nothing. But they're going to use that, and some of the adults, even conservatives, will fall for it. Why do conservatives fall for it? Because they're scared of COVID? No, they're scared of the consequences of not caving to the COVID agenda. Yep. They're scared of the consequence, whether it's arrest whether it's being persecuted or prosecuted, whether it's being made fun of, whether you don't get you get to be, you get called names, conspiracy theorists, you get called somebody who lacks compassion, whatever it is, that's why most conservatives fall for it. But conservatives got themselves injected because they were afraid of the consequences of not being injected and not because they were afraid of catching the virus. They were afraid of the societal consequences of not being injected. Yeah. So now that you inject yourself with a permanent spike producing machine inside of your body, not smart. All right, Dr. Jordan Peterson tweet. Here it is. I told you it's coming up. I told you it's coming again. It's going to vacillate from this to climate. They're going to try a climate lockdown too. That's why they're setting fires all over the globe. Look at it burn, just like they say. Look at the, you know, it's my shirt here. Stay free right there. The, re- the reason why there's gun violence everywhere, the murder rate under Joe Biden's up 40%. 40%. Oh no, 25%. Felonious crimes up 40%. Yeah. So the murder rate's up. That's on purpose. So that they, they feel like they have a justifiable reason to come and confiscate all your guns. So they cause a fire. They cause rampant gun crime because Soros state attorneys will not prosecute gun criminals. So it gives them, in their mind, a justification to come confiscate guns. Set fires all over the globe. So they can say it's from climate change. And then it gives them justification to lock you down again to make you drive an EV and they control the fuel, the fuel source then. That's the point of it all. Leverage you into a one world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by them. You can't buy, sell, trade or travel without approval by them. Yep. That's it. You're like, well, I'll just, I'll just store gold. CBDC makes gold valueless. Social credit systems makes real estate valueless. Understand that. That's the point. You can store up all you want. You can be like, well, I'll just go higher than the mountains. How are you going to pay your property taxes? You have to stand now. You can't be afraid of being called a conspiracy theorist, a white supremacist. You know, there's nobody less of a white supremacist than me. I could care less what color you are. But that's what you're going to get called. You're going to be called a xenophobe, transophobe, whatever it is. But here they come again. Jordan Peterson, stay at home. If you're scared, believe the rest of us the heck alone. Enough media fascism. Jamie Lee Curtis, Curtis encourages Lionsgate has done the same thing. Lionsgate's production, boycott them. Boycott the crap out of Lionsgate's production. Bud Light them. I don't care how much you like the movie. Listen, there are, there are, I draw the line. I know I'm making you guys leave this up a while, but just leave it up so I don't lose track of where I'm at. There, listen, there are lines that I draw. I will not go see certain people. I'm not seeing them. I don't care if the person, if in some interview, some Hollywood actor or athlete or whatever says, you know what, I'm a Democrat. Fine, I don't don't care if you're a Democrat. 
If you use your platform like Jamie Lee Curtis, then I'm not going to go see you. I'm going to boycott, if at all possible, I'm going to boycott the crap out of you. I don't have to worry about boycotting Bud Light because my life is a Bud, is a Bud Light boycott. I hate alcohol. But I support all the people that are, that are boycotting it now and driving them into oblivion, driving them into at least the Bud, Bud Light portion of, of Anheuser-Busch into bankruptcy. Good. Good. It is time to fight real battles here. Not violent ones. Real battles here. Jamie Lee Curtis encourages fans to mask with COVID. Because uh, COVID is on the right. Why, Jamie Lee? Why? It's 99.9% survival virus. You never mask for anything else. Why COVID? Because it fits her political agenda. Go to the next one for me. Anthony Cabasa tweet. Breaking report. It's over. I thought it was over. I thought it was all over. No, Kentucky school districts have begun canceling in-person classes already. For a virus that doesn't even affect the kids who are in the classes. They're not significant vectors of COVID. In other words, they don't transmit COVID. Remember, mask your kids, vaccinate your kids so that they won't give COVID to your grandparents using a mask that doesn't stop transmission and infection, using a vaccine that doesn't stop transmission and infection. As a matter of fact, both of them enhance transmission and infection because you carry latent coronavirus in your mask. And those who are vaccinated have 250 times the viral load of the unvaccinated. Oopsie daisy. They're already canceling in-person classes after what health, here we go, health experts, the ones who told you to mask for masks are useless. Lockdown, lockdowns are useless. Vaccines that are harmful, not helpful. These are the, these are the experts now are calling on, calling, here it is. Remember, highly mutated, highly transmissible. And now we've got the latest buzzword, triple-demic. <laughs> A triple-demic combination of COVID, flu, and strep throat that has sent staff and students home sick. So now they're going to cancel in-person class. Oh, you know what? All the teachers' unions' dreams have come true once again. They're going to lay at home, getting fatter and fatter and fatter every day, eating bonbons, sitting at home, not having to teach a soul, just sit there and do Zoom videos. All right, let's go to the next one. CNN tweet. Though it's not just, not just uh, you know, arbitrary sources. Here's... Mainstream media, if you're at high risk of serious illness or death from COVID-19, it's time to dust off those N95 masks, N95s. And you know, here's the thing. You need to have the balls enough to say N95s don't work. Because people, even some of my favorite political opponents, not opponents, uh, proponents or pundits, pundits, that's what I'm looking for. Some of my favorite political pundits still will say, well, you know, surgical masks are useless, cloth masks are useless. Uh, N95 masks? are useless yeah. against COVID-19. Yep. Useless. They start, they start stopping particles at three times the size of a COVID particle. If you watch this podcast, you've heard me say this 1,500 times. The size of a COVID particle is 0. 0.06 to 0. 0.14 microns. N95 masks start stopping microns at 0. 0.35 microns. It doesn't stop COVID-19. Every country that heavily used N95 masks has higher COVID infection rates and higher COVID hospitalization rates and higher COVID death rates than the people who didn't use N95 masks. Here's another thing. You're not supposed to ever mask yourself anyway. You know why? This is deep, theological and scientific. You're supposed to exhale the... The oxygen that's processed through your body that comes out as, the, as CO2. You are the CO2 they want to get rid of, by the way. 
You're supposed to exhale that, not have it sit there on a mask all day long for you to suck back in CO2, bacteria, and latent viral infections. Useless. It's not, that's, that's too friendly. It's not even just useless. It's harmful to wear a mask. Yep. All right, let's go to the next one. Jerome Adams tweet. Here we go. So now we have CNN, uh, Kentucky, Hollywood, Lionsgate, Lee, uh, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, all advocating for masks again. As September will be 42 months into 15 days to flatten the curve. Just now heard American Airgate agents talking about the COVID surge and discussing how to stay safe. Because Bryson actually had a heart attack a few years ago. I offered him a new KN95 from my stash. <laughs> and this is the whole Alex Jones video. That he has TSA insiders, TSA whistleblowers that have told him that the TSA is going to initiate mass mandates for TSA employees, which will then translate into, into pilots, into stewardesses, or whatever they call themselves now. That's what do they call them. Flight, no, flight attendants. attendants. Yeah. I don't fly very often. <laughs> so they're going to man. That's the open. This is what you're seeing. Let's all grease the skids with vaccine whores like Jerome Adams. There it is. Why does Absolutely he, useless. Why does what he have to bring God? Why, why does he have up. to bring God into it? Did you oh, see he that? bring God into yeah, it? Yeah, look at the God last is, one. Oh, I just ignore that. God is a way of putting you where you're Neo. Uh. God, God <laughs> told him to give somebody an N95 mask that significantly cuts off the oxygenation to the brain and lungs and everything else. By the way, all right, go to the next one for me, Thomas. All right, Mary Tyler uh, Bowden tweet from the White House: vaccinated and boosted people. Here, here's their information that they put out. Vaccinated and boosted people are 41 times less likely to die of COVID-19. Now, let's just pretend for just a moment that's true. Now, they're way more likely to die of myocarditis, blood clots, uh, strokes, pulmonary embolisms, antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome. Whether it's antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome means you no longer have an immune system, which kids are being born without an immune system because both their parents or one one or both of their parents don't have an immune system. That genetic that genetic material is passed on to their kids because they've blown up their genetic. Because when you take an mRNA vaccination, it changes your genetic material. So now that genetic material becomes your child's genetic material, which means you have ADA, they have ADA. So just pretending for a moment, which is absolutely not true that you're less likely to die of COVID-19, you're more likely to die because you do, which, I, which, which the Australian stats that I've given you has, has proves that, absolutely proves it. The only people dying, I mean, before they shut down the statistical data coming out of Canada, nine out of, ten, nine out of every 10 COVID deaths were fully vaccinated people. How, 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 do, how are you 41 times more likely to die of COVID-19 if you're unvaccinated? And, and by the way, again, I, I, it's just... It, there's so many things that pop into my head with this. You have Rochelle Walensky, who testifies. I mean, she's talking about a whore, absolute vaccine pimping whore, mask whore, lockdown whore, six foot distancing whore, alcohol gel whore. Says for 39 months of uh, 15 days to flatten the curve, she says that our hospitals are being overrun by the unvaccinated and then testifies in front of Congress. Because now it's a crime if you lie to Congress, felony perjury for lying to Congress. Then she says, we didn't know who was vaccinated and unvaccinated coming into hospitals. So how do you know that the hospitals are being overrun by the unvaccinated then? Yep. So, that's it. so how do they come up with 41 times less likely to die of COVID? I just put out the stat a moment ago. So I gave you the Canadian one. More people, a country like Australia, 96% vaccinated. More people have died of COVID post-vaccine rollout 
Then pre-vaccine rollout. In the United States, 300,000 people died of COVID. That's, I don't believe in these stats. CDC, uh, you know, bullface, you know, just lying stats. But according to the CDC, 330,000 people died of COVID pre-vaccine rollout. And 900, nearly a million died post-vaccine rollout. With 71, 72, 73% of the population vaccinated. How is that possible? How is it you're 41 times more likely to die of COVID-19 if you're unvaccinated? When way more people have died post-vaccination rollout than pre-vaccination rollout. And post-vaccination rollout, those were the least virulent variants. Does this make sense, Aaron? Well, you're making too much sense. Okay, good. That's, I'm making yeah. Aaron says make it good. It makes this none of this makes any sense. And again, are the same people that are bringing out bringing forth this calculation of 40 times less likely to die of COVID-19 than unvaccinated people? Are they the same people who said that our hospitals are being overrun by the unvaccinated and they had no idea who was vaccinated and unvaccinated inside the hospitals? They say we're being overrun. <laughs> anybody that actually believes any of these people anymore, listen, you're a stupid idiot. Yeah. You are. You're just a stupid, compliant moron. All right, so the White House is saying vaccinated and boosted people are 41 times less likely to die of COVID-19 than unvaccinated unvaccinated individuals. Bull-faced lie. Absolutely, statistically, beyond a shadow of a doubt, disproven. Gibraltar, world's most vaccinated nation. Every single citizen in Gibraltar is vaccinated. Wow. Against the 99.9% survival virus. That means all their little kids, too. That's sad. That is a pathetic thing. Wait, you're gonna, wait, you see the death rates there. Saw a spike in deaths following rollout. <laughs> 2,853 2, fatalities per million. They went through the roof. Holy cow. After vaccination. These are the, the now wait, now just so you know, that 2,853 is COVID-19 deaths. Not people dying of turbo cancer. I forget about that one all the time. Yeah. Because they put an agent, I can't remember the name of it now, inside of COVID-19 vaccinations that suppresses your cancer suppressors. So people are dying of, of turbo cancers now. Turbo cancers, uh, pulmonary embolisms, blood clots, antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome. When you have antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome, you have turned all of the, well, the your disease-fighting antibodies inside of your body You've turned them from warriors into ushers. They, know, they, they still attach to alien substances, but instead of killing them, they usher them throughout the body. That's antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome. That's why post-vaccine rollout, more people die of COVID. A 99.9% survival virus that basically nobody should die unless you have many, many comorbidities, which is statistically true anyway. The only people die. Average age of COVID, average age of COVID death in America was 79 Two years, now three years, our age expectancy has dropped another year under the Biden administration. Every year under the Biden administration, we've lost a, uh, was age expectancy, is that the right word? Uh, life expectancy. Life, expect- life yeah. expectancy. Yeah. Every year under the Biden administration, we've lost a year. Started <laughs> off with 77, his first year. I mean, started off with 78, dropped to 77 under his first year. Now under his second year, it's dropped to 76. That's the average life expectancy in America now. It was 78 That's or 79. Crazy. Yeah. It, during COVID, it was 77, I believe, because the average age of COVID death was 79. Two years above the average uh, life expectancy in America. Mm-hmm. But now, so 2853 fatalities per million. That's just COVID deaths, not turbo cancer, not blood clots, not myocarditis, not heart disease. And all the other diseases that they die of that you shouldn't be dying of. That's why you're seeing around the world, we've documented on this podcast, it's 10 to 30% increase in excess death. 
Germany, Australia, U.S., Canada, 10 to 30 percent. I mean, do you realize how huge that is? Let me bring this up to you. Like, I got a couple more minutes here. Edward Dowd says a 10 percent increase in excess death is a one in 200 year event. Yeah, we're at minimum of that, and up to 30 percent in every first world country that's heavily vaccinated. America's 23% excess death rate has gone up. 23% more people are dying now than before COVID, than before the vaccines, than before the vaccines. That's not even counting infirmities and disabilities. We, Aaron and I, put that up there from ethical skeptic. I can't remember the stats, so I don't want me. It's astronomical, way into the double digits, way like 41%, something like that. And that's disabilities, because that's measured in the cohort of 25 to 44 those are the people that are putting in for disabilities. The rest of it comes from the society. The deaths come from the Society of Actuaries, which measures life insurance claims. We are up 23%. Ed Dow puts it, I believe, he expects the vaccines to cost 680,000 American lives. Or maybe, he, I, think that's, I think that's Peter McAuliffe, and I think uh, Dow has, has it over 800,000 American lives. This proves it right here. A little tiny country like Gibraltar, like Gibraltar 2853. Start dying of COVID? COVID? Should never die of COVID. Yeah, there you go. There it is right there. Screenshot these things, blow them up, and you take a look at it. There it is. 580 projected. 500, this, this isn't projected. This is what's already occurred. Week 14, 2021. That's the one underneath it. Now the new stat is on top of it. 586,500 excess non-COVID deaths. Right there. Right in. Follow the ethical skeptic. Listen, he's like... He or she, whoever does the ethical skeptic, is like the Paul of the internet. Mm. And Paul was, a, Paul was uh, you know, Peter actually said of Paul's writings that they were actually almost too hard to understand. Ethical skeptics like that. It can get like that. Is that the dis- disability one or mortality? Yeah. All natural causes of death, 0 to 24, mortality deviation from trends. See, I mean, you have to really deep dive into this stuff. But take a look at this. Look at, look at 2020 in comparison to 2021. And the White House puts out that you're 41 times more likely to die of COVID if you're unvaccinated? Just bold-faced lies, bold-faced lies. All right, Vermont, U.S. US most vaccinated state, 86%. More than 75% of their COVID deaths are vaccinated. There you go. So bold-faced lies, absolute lies, absolute lies. Tim, I want you to think about that. 586,000 extra people have died since the vaccine rollout. That's Folks, crazy. Dude, that's crazy. I mean, come on. It's it's time. It's time. Listen, do not comply. If you cost you your job, don't comply. If you if you're like, I have to make a living, listen, get saved. You're not saved. Get saved. And then you just flip right on to Philippians 420. But my God shall supply all my need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. You had the shutdown, I got richer. Yeah, same. <laughs> so did Aaron. Yeah. Okay. You got to shut down. I got richer because I'm not part of the, I'm not part of Bidenomics. I'm not part of Trumponomics. I love Trump. I'm not part of the world system. I'm part of God's system. I tithe and I expect to live in abundance and I do. All right, Pell M tweet. Any authorities to Pfizer, you can either lose 1.38 billion customers. Do you, did everyone get that? Everyone understand how big. Now, now India is actually smaller than China by, uh, by a couple million. 1.3 billion people. America has, they'll tell you 330 million. That's absolutely incorrect. That's from 2006. We're probably around 400 million people live here. So we are a billion shy of India. 
in the entire United States of America is a billion shy of India. And Indian authorities say to Pfizer, you can either lose the entire country as a customer or allow an independent investigation to determine whether your product is safe and effective. Pfizer chooses to lose all the customers instead of submit their vaccine to scrutiny, to study, to research. Hmm. <laughs> they, they, they choose to lose. They choose to just sacrifice 1.38 billion customers. They choose to just let them all go Instead of, you can have all those customers, all you got to do is allow us to research your vaccine. They say, no thanks. Pfizer drops into a vaccine application after a regulator seeks local trial. Just want to know whether it works, whether it's safe or effective or not. Weird. And instead of of just submitting it, submitting their vaccine to trial, they would rather lose 1.38 million customers. That shows you. And all the Christians and all of the various Christian organizations, I know it's not the 766 people that are watching on here, all the Christian organizations call the vaccine a gift from heaven. People were praying for a vaccine from these people who won't even subject their vaccine to a clinical trial. All you have to do is submit your vaccine to a clinical trial and we'll give you access to 1.38 billion people to sell your vaccine to. And they say, no, we're not. We'd rather not submit it to trial. And all the Christians lined up and put that in their veins. Peter Sweden tweet. Something weird is going on, and the media is ignoring it. In Sweden, another first world country, we now have a record low number of births. So now everyone needs to realize this, too. It's a, it's a double whammy. It's a double winner for Bill Gates. It's a double winner for the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. It's, it's, a, it's a bonus round for them. Buy one, get one. A pogo for the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Because not only are they causing, in the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, Pfizer, Moderna, AstraZeneca, the Biden administration, and the Trump administration, because they pimped the order vaccines too, the World Economic Forum and the World Health Organization, UN and everybody else that has had five, six billion people vaccinated with these mRNA spike-producing permanent, turning your, turning your body into a permanent spike-producing machine vaccines. They get all these people dropping dead from the vaccines. They got a, there's a bonus too. Now, everything's death. So the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, Anthony Fauci, Peter Daszak, Equal Health Alliance, uh, federal government, Ralph Barrick, talking with the bat lady, teaching her how to do gain-of-function research and how to hide gain-of-function research results. That's all fact, by the way. Check it. Please fact check me. I love it. Please fact check. I love it when people fact check me. You never write and you try to prove me wrong because I'm reading this off of reliable sources. <laughs> so they create, they create COVID-19, which does kill some people. Way less than what they claim because that serves their political narrative. So they create that. Then they create masking. Then they all came out and said that masking was useless. But then they found out they can manipulate your behavior via mask. You're not allowed in there here. Not allowed to buy this without a mask. Not allowed to enter this building without a mask. Can't apply for this without a mask. Can't have this job. So they found out they can manipulate your behavior because they want to leverage you into one world commerce system with a single access point controlled by them. So then they all jumped on board with masks. So they locked you down first, which killed people by the hundreds of thousands or millions. Then they masked people, which killed people by the hundreds of thousands or millions. Then they, well, then they kept the lockdown going, which starved to death 300 to 400 million people, primarily kids in the third world, because when you lock down the first world, the third world starves to death. So they had that. So they killed all those people. That's all pre-vax, pre-vax deaths. The virus itself killed people all there. Expert mitigations then killed people by the hundreds of thousands and millions. 
Then they unleash the vaccines on you, which are now killing people and sterilizing people, which is what you have here. So you not only have people uh, dying, so that lowers the Earth's population, which Bill Gates in his TED Talk said is, is his goal, and they all tout it. We have, we have Kamala Harris touting depopulation on video from this year. I mean, not even from this year, from this month. Yeah, She's touting population reduction. So that's their goal. So not only do you have them killing people with the virus they made through their gain-of-function research and then through all their mitigations that were pre-vaxxed and their vaccines killing people, so they get all those deaths and then they also get where all these people are sterilized from the vaccinations because I guarantee you, Sweden being a first-world country, their excess death rate is probably around 25% right now. Guarantee it. Guarantee it. Please fact check it. I guarantee it's 25. I guarantee it's 20 to 30%. That's what everybody is. And that's coming from their governmental statistic, uh, statisticians, so it's probably twice that, just so you know. So not only are you getting all of these deaths, you're not even, so you got, I can't even statistically uh, calculate this in my head, but you have all these deaths, people are dying, that aren't supposed to be dying, 20, somewhere between a 20 and 40% increase in excess deaths. Then you also have people not having babies anymore. Yep. So you get a whole depopulation plan. Weird how that worked, isn't it? From the guy who was sending tens of millions of dollars to the Wuhan Institute of Virology, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. That's weird, isn't it? Mm. It's weird. In Sweden, we are now have record low number of births. By the way, that's the same in Germany. And by the way, it's the same in the United States. Just so you know, record low births right now. Right now we have record low everything, according to the Biden administration, except for the good things that you want to be low, like murder rates. Since 2021, the birth rate has declined a whopping 12%. Since 2021. Well, Weird how 2021 <laughs> always pops up, yet an increase in all sickness, illness, and disease in our own military of 200 to 1600 percent, starting in 2021. Weird. Weird. You have 1,300 athletes drop dead on the field in the 52 years, or the 50, the 50 years of 1970 to or 51 years. From 1970, not 50, 50 years, from 1970 to 2020, 1,300 athletes dropped down the field total Yeah, for 50 years. And then in 2021 and 2022, so if you take it in a 52-year cycle, the first 50 years you had 1,300 people total drop dead on the field of play. These are all 18 to 30-year-olds drop down the field, Right. And then in your last two years, you have 1,700 drop dead on the field. And that was in that strange year of 2021. What started in 2021? Well, that would be the vaccine rollout. And they will continue to lie and continue to push it because of the political reasons behind it, the political expediency behind it, the political consequences to them if they acknowledge it. Just like at the Nuremberg trials, they're holding on to the bitter end, trying to deny, trying to deny, never actually admitting, I was wrong. They'll the, you said that, what, that post that I just put out with the, with the White House, that's from today or yesterday. Oh my God. They're still saying it. 41, you're 41 times more likely to die of COVID-19. I don't even know an unvaccinated person who died of COVID-19. <laughs> no, no. Only people dying of COVID-19 are the fully vaccinated because they have ADE, but I, that, I don't want to be redundant. So it's just, there it is. The policy has been rolled out. The stats are there. It's all true. You have statistical geniuses like Edward Dowd coming out and telling you. 
Peter McAuliffe has the 600 plus thousand excess deaths because of the vaccine, which is moderate. And I mean, to me, it's going to be way more because it's still, listen, we're only two years into it. It's, and again, it comes down to, there's a lot of different, there's a lot of different, there's a, there's a lot of variants inside of the vaccine which I don't have time to get into tonight when it comes to DOD response and who is monitoring the amount of nanolipid particles in each vial of the death juice. Some people got a very mild vaccine. Some people are just loaded with X spike proteins and nanoparticles. I don't have time to get into that tonight. All right, that's it. 10.08, eight minutes of overtime. Stay for the post game back here Saturday night, 10.30, brief little snippet, 55 minutes of fury, but don't miss the post game. Don't miss it. And switch to Rumble. Get off of everybody else except for Black Robe. If we're back on Saturday night, we're on the Christian Television Network also. You don't have to switch off of that. But if you get on Rumble, even I, listen, I'm not making any money off Rumble. My total income off of Rumble so far is $126. I'm not making money off of Rumble. I'm not saying I never will. I'm just saying right now I'm not making any money off of Rumble. Do I want to? Do I want our podcast to get bigger and better and make more money? Sure, of course, everybody does. But I'm not going to sell out either to do any of that crap. That's You're right. going to get the truth here no matter what. That's just a fact. But stay for the post game. Lots of videos. Just a little bit of advertising before. It's just church stuff. It's not even advertising for any companies or anything. It's just our church, uh, my wife's podcast, pimping some merch, whatever. That's it. 90 seconds. And then the video starts. So stick with us. Love you all. See you Saturday night, 1030. God bless you. From everyone who has been given much, or Romans 832, everything all things Ephesians 1 3 everything every spiritual gift is yours what was this much that was given to you it can be summarized in two words Holy Ghost nobody's got the Holy Ghost but you The unsaved do not have the Holy Ghost. You got it. Narrow is the way and few find it. We are supposed to be a remnant that the world is petrified of because of the power of the Holy Ghost. That's the much that was given to you.